urge the audience to, quote, hold the tape for exactly this situation. No wonder Americans have so little faith in government and in this Senate led by the Republican majority. We now know the entire thing was a farce, not a shred of credibility to those arguments. We have the exact scenario that Chairman Graham talked about, a Republican president and a Supreme Court vacancy in the last term, last year of the first term. Indeed, it's almost the last month of his first term. I want you to use those words against me, he said. You can say Lindsey Graham said the next president, whoever it might be, should make the nomination. Well, here we are. And despite these words, despite their supposedly noble principle that the American people should have a voice in the decision of the next Supreme Court Justice, President Trump, Leader McConnell, Chairman Graham, have already announced they will ignore their own standard and will rush to confirm a new justice before the next president is installed. A justice that could tear down Justice Ginsburg's life works and other critical laws like the Affordable Care Act. The kind words and lamentations we just heard from the majority leader about Justice Ginsburg are totally empty, totally meaningless, if he moves to appoint someone who will tear down everything Justice Ginsburg built. Leader McConnell put the Senate on pause for over four months while COVID-19 devastated our country. But now he will move earth and heaven and ignore all principle and consistency to install a new Supreme Court justice who could rip away Americans' health care in the middle of a pandemic. Leader McConnell and Chairman Graham have made a mockery of their previous position. They seem ready to show the word, world their word is simply no good. It's enough to make your head explode and then to hear Leader McConnell up on the floor trying to defend this. Pathetic. Pathetic. Why even bother constructing a pretense for your position? Why say it's this rule or that rule and then do the exact opposite when it suits your interests? Why not just come to the floor and say, I'm going to do what's ever best for my political party? Consistency be damned, reason be damned, democracy be damned. Just admit it. There's no shaping the cravenness of this position. But over the course of the debate, I know the Republican leader, leadership is going to try. We're going to hear some crazy things from the other side to defend the indefensible and justify this unjustifiable power grab. We've heard some of it already a few minutes ago. We're going to hear a series of preposterous arguments that it has some, somehow has to do with the orientation of the Senate and the presidency, as if that constitutes some legitimate principle. We'll hear that Republicans have to do it because Democrats will do far worse unnamed things in the future. Some, some, few on that side will at least have the dignity of putting their head down and plowing through it because they know there is no reason, no reason, no argument, no logic to justify flipping your position 180 degrees and calling it some kind of principle. It is not. It is utterly craven. 
an exercise in raw political power and nothing, nothing more. And I worry. I worry for the future of this chamber if the Republican majority proceeds down this dangerous path. If a Senate majority over the course of six years steals two Supreme Court seats using completely contradictory rationales, how could we, be, how could we expect to trust the other side again? How can we trust each other if when push comes to shove, when the stakes are the highest? Well, Mr. Chuck Schumer, the, the thing is this. It all comes down, sir, to morale, okay? And I, I have to be honest with you. The Democrats, look, a rational liberal, a rational Democrat, okay, either voter or politician, still has some morale. Unfortunately, the Democrat Party that is being run today is not by the, lib- the rational liberal, the rational, a little bit of the left winger. It is being run by the Communist Party USA. And Chuck Schumer, you have tilted way, way to the left. And honestly, I believe in a nation of morale. The court, the Supreme Court, needs to have some morale. Yes, you got to balance things, but you got to have some morale. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Alexander News Show. I have been out for a complete week and a couple of days. The last interview that I did was with the uh, amazing... I say he's amazing because he he, he has... I didn't think he was going to make it to the final two. Esteban Bovo, Miami-Dade County Mayor. He made a comeback before the primaries, the first round. And it was all because... He is running a grassroots effort. So I interviewed him last week, and you can check out that show on my list of podcasts. This was the last show that I did last Thursday. And again, I haven't been on for a couple of, for a while, because I've been doing other projects. And I do this show, the Alexander News Show, because of the passion. And it's show, this show is funded by myself. Yes, I'm looking for sponsors and advertisers, anybody that wants to pay to be on this show and you can email this show at alexandernewsshow at gmail.com if you have if you're interested in paying to be on this show for me to sponsor your company or if you want to make a comment and you can follow the show on twitter at alexandernewssh I haven't even been on twitter for the last few days because sometimes you need to step back decompose because it gets overwhelming because we're living in an in a crazy situation right now. Crazy time. So Ruth Bader Ginsburg passes away last Friday. Now let me explain to you all something. Very, very crystal clear. Politically, I will attack you. Personally, I will not attack you. I try to avoid that as as much as possible. I'm not like other talk show hosts or reporters or anybody in the media and I and I did say that I was a part of the media ladies and gentlemen I'm wrong I'm not a part of the media I'm an independent I'm a citizen that just has an opinion and and finds it that you know he does care about his community cares about his country 
So, with that said, and I also want to indicate I'm not a water boy or a towel carrier. I will tell it like it is. So, Ruth Bader Ginsburg must have been a very, and I'm pretty sure she was a very good woman in the sense that in her family life, she was a very good mom and a very good grandmother and great-grandmother and a good citizen. And I'm pretty sure she was. All indications are that she was. Hell, she even got along with the late Justice Scalia. But with that said and done, politically, she was a disaster. She was the most communist Supreme Court justice in the history of this country. She is a former ACLU attorney. That's just enough for me to be convinced that she is a communist. Because the ACLU, though it has made some positive contributions to society, it has made more negative than positives for our country. So, I got a lot of stuff to discuss about in this show. And I'm going to discuss Ruth Bader Ginsburg and other news. That's the name of the show. For September 24, 2020 from Miami, Florida. So you look at Chuck Schumer two days ago. Whining, whining and whining. So let me make, let me set the record straight. So Ruth Bader Ginsburg passes away. Donald Trump right away and the Republican Party, they're going to install, they want to install a new Supreme Court justice to the bench. The Constitution specifically states that the president, the current president of the United States, whether he is up for re-election and he wins or loses and he's the current president or he ends up... Uh, in his last term, and he's and he's leaving office. It is his job and his duty to nominate a Supreme Supreme Court justice, and the Senate's job to try to confirm that justice, have hearings, and have a vote to confirm the justice. Now, what's the difference? And I know what Schumer is saying. Well, when Obama, in his last term, in his last few months, in his last year. You know, we were going to... He, he had selected Merritt Garman, I think that's his name. And at that time, and this was like, a, like in 2015, I believe it was, or 16. Trump had... No, it was 2015. Trump, it was before Trump became president, obviously. The Senate was in control. The Republicans were in control of the Senate. And Chucky, and Chucky Schumer is saying this, that... Mitch McConnell and the Republican-controlled Senate did not have a vote. And they did not vote to get Garmin in and even have a hearing. And it's a hypocrisy. And that now, there's a Republican president. The only difference is that Obama was a Democrat. Obama selected a moderate Supreme Court justice, but still more to the left than to the right and the Republican controlled Senate back then and Mitch McConnell was the, le the majority leader did not hold any hearings and not even the, even the slightest tilt way went to go ahead and have a vote and he just stalled it and until the elections came and then of course Trump won 
and he installed two new, and that's where he, he installed Gorsuch, and and now we got this situation. So there's a difference. Obama was president, he was a Democrat. Trump is president now, and he's a Republican, and the only difference is, you know, that's a big difference. That's different. The difference is the, the Republicans are, were in control of the Senate back then, and even now, and I get what Chucky Schumer is saying. It should have happened back then. Why didn't the Republicans with Mitch McConnell approve Garland? Garland or whoever his name is. That was the last uh, Supreme Court justice that was uh, selected by Obama and they stalled it. And now, boom, it's a big hypocrisy. Now the Republicans are going to go and stuff this one in. Well, Mr. Schumer, I get your point. I can't argue with you on that point. To be honest with you, I can't argue with you. The only thing I will tell you is the, diff- the differences. It's about morale. It's about morale. Because the thing about it is, if you stuff a Democrat left-winger, and it's going to happen. The Communist Party USA leads the Democrat Party. I can, look, I can deal with a rational, moderate, middle-of-the-road liberal in the Supreme Court. I can deal with that. Like, honestly, you know, it's like, okay, you know, because they have a little bit of morale. Unfortunately, that's not what's going to happen here. You're going to put a left-wing, extreme left-wing communist into the court. And that's the thing. And so, and it comes down to morale. It all comes down to morale and the craziness. And I'm going to tell you some of the things that, and I'm going to tell you why judges matter. Why judges matter. So, Chucky Toomer and the rest of the left-wing media and the communist media and, of course, the Hollywood elites and everybody that's a communist in this freaking country and Democrats are threatening to pack the court. Now, there's nothing in the Constitution that says you can't add six more Supreme Court justices. But historically, it's always been at nine. So, the threatening which is something that the Republicans never did. They never threatened. They never did that back in the days of when Obama was president. Hell, they never did that. And so they're threatening to pack the court. They're threatening to give statehood to Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C. So the the left-wing party, the communist party, Party USA is showing their true colors like communists do. They're threatening with these tactics. Ladies and gentlemen, this country is in a civil war. You saw, they're making these threats. You heard Chuck Schumer. He's saying, all hell's going to break loose if you do this, if the Republicans go through with this. I say, then it's war. Because I don't want the morale of this country to go down more than what it already is. The filth that Hollywood produces, the, the, the films, oh my God, I don't even want to get into that. And catering to the LBGTQ gay and lesbian community like hardcore, like that's what the court's going to do. Like bend over backwards for those individuals 
Don't get me wrong. My cousin's gay. I love him. I got nothing wrong with a transgender person. Nothing against them. They deserve to live in the society and they have they should be given the same rights as us. But but these left wingers, they want to give them more rights than me, a regular citizen. And they want to take away the history. That's what the Supreme Court will do. They will take away a Democrat controlled. And it's not Democrat controlled. It's a communist controlled Supreme Court. Can you imagine if you get a communist in there, like a couple of more, and it's a, let's say, six to three or five to four, you know, communist controlling over conservatives or Republicans or people that are moderate control court? The history of our country will go downhill. The Constitution will be changed. They'll take away our gun rights. They will, they will take um, the rights of the citizens' array. Is that what you want for this country? The morale of this country? The laws of this country? The Constitution will be destroyed? That's what's going to happen if you select a left-wing fanatic into the court. So that's why it comes down to morale... And these conservatives, a conservative rules with the Constitution. A communist rules with the idea of creating their own rules and their own laws and destroying the Constitution. That was written by our forefathers, our, our creators, which includes George Washington. You know, I had a show a while back, a history of Mao Zedong. You need to, you know... He's one of the fathers of communism. You need to go back to that show in, in history and you need to listen to that show. And in, he, one of the things he did was he went ahead and he, he had a war with the farmers. But he also decided to erase the history of China before he got into power. And, it, and, and one of the things that he did was decided... I, by decree, saying we're going to eliminate all the statues, all the artifacts, and we're going to fill them with R for artifacts. So he literally erased history from hundreds of years ago. If you get a communist Supreme Court, they will rule that it's constitutional to remove every single statue that honors our Confederate soldiers, whether they owned slaves or they didn't. Ladies and gentlemen, it's history. It's history. So history of our country, they will indoctrinate our schools with false lies about history. Erase the positive history or the negative history, put lies and indoctrinate our children, basically, with communist propaganda. That's what they do in China. That's what they do. That's what they did in China. That's what they still do. That's what they do in North Korea. That's what they do in Russia. And they did that in Russia a lot back in the Stalin days. So, judges matter. Did you see the beating that took place in downtown Miami in the Metro train? First, a young Hispanic girl, this was about a week ago, 24 years old, was sitting, minding her own business. It was very... It was, I believe it was early in the morning, actually at 6 a.m. She was probably going to work and some black individual walked in, sculpted things out, walked out, walked back in. 
And he did. He went on a rampage attack against this poor, helpless lady. Who, by the way, I would love to interview her on my show so she can give her side of the story. Can you believe that this thug, black individual, he what motivated him, him to do that? Obviously, it's hate. Hate, but it's also probably a little bit of mental health. Maybe he's a little wacko. Big time wacko for sure. He could be affiliated with BLM for all I know. I don't know. So what happened? Can you believe a judge in Miami? I would like to find out the name of that judge. A judge in Miami, a local Miami-Dade County court judge, and I'm doing the show from Miami, Florida, by the way, gave him bail. Let him go. So the, the, the piece of trash, the piece of shit, sorry, I can say bad words on the show, decided to go ahead and be free. He's free. The judge, who is of the Ruth Bader Ginsburg breed, lets him go. Gives him bail. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you are arrested for marijuana in your car or you shoplift you know, at a store and you steal $100 worth of items, sure, I would say you could be, at, you could be let go on bail. Or actually, you could just be left go, let go of your own reconnaissance as long as you don't have a criminal history. Sure, maybe you've been arrested one time for nothing serious, just petty stuff. But this is a barbaric attack. This is short of murder. This, I could say, is, is attempted murder. So this judge lets him go. So what happens? Now the story doesn't end there. So there's another attack on an elderly man. Another black individual attacks a white elderly man. On a train a few days later. On, uh, gets beat up. So we've had two attacks. Um, they finally arrest a guy. <laughs> they finally arrest him. So what's going on here? Is there a war against the white folk here? Apparently there is. Is there a connection? I don't know. It's a good question. Is there a BLM and Tifa connection? Do they want to go ahead and start beating up people in the carts? But think about the judge who let that helpless... Young woman, beautiful looking woman, by the way, in her mid-20s, 24, 25 years old. She looks like she's a photographer, social media person. I was checking out her profile on Instagram. And apparently, it looks like she's, uh, that's what she does. And she's probably going to work or doing something, minding her own business. She wasn't doing anything bad. She was sitting in the cart. And then she gets beat up. Thank God. That she survived and she's okay. And she's young enough to survive a beating like that. If she would have been an elderly woman, she probably would have died. Because when you're old, you're frail. You can't suffer that much of a trauma. I'm surprised she survived. And you can see the video. You can see the um, the footage on the internet. of In the news sites of this helpless girl getting beat up. But the judge gave bail and let this, the, the thug piece of trash out on bail. He's a Ruth Bader Ginsburg type. So ladies and gentlemen, the Alexander News Show, I want to talk to you something about climate change real quick because it was on, this is by the way from Yahoo News. Can you believe that? This is from Yahoo, okay? Yahoo is as communist as you can can see. Uh, So Uncovered, this is an article, I'm going to put it on my Twitter and you can read more about it. But uncovered after 30 years, 
Greenland temperature sets new record for extreme cold. For the for those of you that are for Ileana Kava, I'm gonna I'm gonna point this directly to her. For Ileana Kava, who's running for Mayor Day County Mayor, for you communist pieces of turds that you are AOC or ENR Omar or Chucky e. Schumer or Nancy Pelosi. And the billionaires that are funding the Communist Party in USA, including Soros. The lies of climate change. That we are causing the earth, humans are causing the earth to get more hot. This article, uncovered after 30 years, Greenland temperature sets new record for extreme cold. So where is Greenland located? Well, guess what? It's located by the, in the North Pole, clo close to the North Pole, right there in the Arctic. It's pretty much an Arctic land. This is not in the South Pole. It's the North Pole. So, a new temperature record has been confirmed by the World Meteorological Organization. Whoa! The World Meteorological Organization. This time it's not for heat, but for cold. Central Greenland is now the record holder for extreme cold in the Northern Hemisphere. The WMO, World Meteorological Organization... Confirmed on Wednesday, when's Wednesday? Yesterday, that an automated weather station named Kleenik, located near the summit of the Greenland ice sheet, measured a temperature of minus 69.6 degrees Celsius, minus 60, uh, 93.3 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. On December 22... 1991. Okay, so I want to read this again. Greenland now is the record holder for extreme cold in the Northern Hemisphere. The WMO confirmed on Wednesday that an automated weather station in Clinic near the uh, summit of the Greenland ice sheet measured a temperature of minus 69 degrees. Okay, this was in 1991. So, uh, you can read the rest of the story, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to go and bore you with this because I want to talk about Ruth, Gator, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But climate change is false. Yes, the world is probably warming a little bit. Maybe. But that's the sun. And the sun's going through a period right now that is out of control. I'm not going to get into the... Specifics because I'm not really a big time science guy. I don't have a lot of knowledge about this. We'll get into this in the coming months about climate change. I'd like to do some shows about this. Maybe get an expert on the show. But this article is evidence that climate change caused by human beings, that the world, the earth is warming because we're causing damage to it environmentally. Because smoke that comes out of the car or the factories is the reason why the world and the earth is warmer is completely false. That's the sun that's doing that, ladies and gentlemen. That's not the world, uh, the humans that are doing that. So this is evidence right here. I'm going to put the article on my Twitter, Alexander News SH, and you can go on there and check it out. It's very interesting. They have a station. The World Meteorological Organization, WMO, has a station there that measured the temperature at its coldest level ever. It's a record. 
So that's for the climate change buffs. And that either you agree with it or you disagree with it. This is the information. You can look it up on my Twitter. I want to dis- discuss that. So climate change. Climate change. The communists here are saying that we're causing, we're destroying the world and we need to raise environmental taxes. That's that's Kava's way of thinking. She got elected mayor of Miami-Dade County. That's what's going to happen. And she's not going to, she's not going to look at this. I, I'll send it to her. She will not read this about what's happening in Greenland. There won't. And there's other evidence of the fact that there's other evidence. Let me just tell you that climate, you know, human caused climate change, global warming. That's the word human caused global warming is a big problem. It's human caused. No, it's, it's the sun warming the earth and making the wor- the earth cooler. This is, em- this is example that the earth is actually cooling right here. I've uncovered after 30 years, Greenland temperatures sets new record for extreme cold. You can go into Yahoo News and read about this. You can go into Yahoo News and read about this. Okay? I'm just, this is from the world, the WMO, World Meteorological Organization. And I don't know if they're left-wing. They're probably left-wing. Everything's left-wing. Communist. Almost every organization in society is worldwide. And they're saying it. They're saying it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to put it on my Twitter. So we're going to get back to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And I'm going to tell you uh, about her. I'm going to tell you about her. Uh, Let me see if... uh, Let me see, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm going to take a quick break. And I'll be right back so I can give you some information about... Ruth Bader Ginsburg. The morale of the court. It's important to have a court, a Supreme Court, and have and and not only that, but in the one the lower courts, the local courts, to have a little bit of morale that will not break the laws and will not change the laws, but will rule according to what the Constitution states. And it's in line with the laws that are existing now. Not do what this judge, local judge, did just letting go a of a thug for beating a helpless girl. He just gave her bail and said, let him, she, he let him go. And, he didn't, and the bail wasn't that much. It wasn't that much. I think it was like $10,000 bail. That's nothing. And he's let go. He's walking the streets. That's a judge that has no morale, doesn't care. He's not for the citizen. He's for the thugs. That's what the Ruth Bader Ginsburg type is. Again, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, nice lady. Good family woman, but politically, judicially, horrible. Horrible for our country. She destroyed lots of parts of our country in her term as a Supreme Court justice. 27 years. I'll be back to give you some info on RBG. All right, everyone. Welcome back from my break. I wanted to explain to you what Ruth Bader... Ginsburg was all is all about, and I'm gonna tell you, nice lady, good family woman. She her story is very encouraging. That 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 one of that of opportunity in the United States, she took advantage of it and she ran with it. It doesn't mean that her political stance was correct. Again, nice lady, a inspirational history, 
whether you agree with her policies or not. But she had these views. So senators, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you some uh, information. This is from Phyllis Shafley, 2005. Senators overlooked her radical record of, of um, basically, hypocrisy stands in the pinnacle of the sins. Now this is from, this was uncovered by Phyllis Shafley in 2005. She's then, uh, she since has passed away. But she wrote a 230 page book called Sex Bias in the U.S. Code, published in 1977 by the U.S. Commission on Civil Rights. And these are the views of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And this is why judges matter. And this is why morale matters in the Supreme Court. Hypocrisy stands in the pinnacle of the sins that liberals must disdain. Most disdain. So it's fair game to compare the free ride they gave to U.S. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. With their searching, their archives to pillory, every word ever written by the Supreme Court. Court nominee John Roberts. But liberal commentators and U.S. senators who are salivating at the upcoming integration of Roberts never asked Ginsburg about her extremist views spout out in her lengthy paper trail. Everybody has a paper trail, by the way. The senators didn't have to do much research. I made it easy for them by publishing her words in my 1993 Phyllis Shafley report. But of course, this came back again in 2005. I quoted extensively from her 230-page book called Sex Bias in the U.S. Code published in 1977 by the U.S. Commission on Civil Rights. The purpose of this book was to show how the proposed Equal Rights Amendment, for which she was an aggressive advocate, would change federal laws to make them sex-neutral and eliminate sex-discriminatory provisions. Ginsburg called for the sex integration of prisons and reformatories so that the conditions of the prison meant security and housing could be equal. Now, I'm going to continue. This is is just uh, getting started. She explained... If the grand design of such institution is to prepare inmates for return to the community as persons equipped to benefit from and contribute to civil society, then perpetuation of the single-sex institutions should be rejected. She wrote this. This is crazy, right? Immoral. Imagine having a prison with men and women all together. It would be that would be chaotic. It would be crazy. Pregnancy rates for women would skyrocket. There would be sex assaults, rapes caused by men to women like you have no idea. Well, here's more. So she basically called for prisons to be integrated. Men and women in one prison. She wrote this. She stood for this. She believed in this. There's more. She called for the sex integration of Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts because they perpetuate stereotyped sex roles. So the Boy Scouts, you have women in the Boy Scouts, and you have the Boy Scouts in the Girls Boy Scouts. That's why this is about morale. 
Again, this has nothing to do with the fact that I'm against gay individuals. or No, I love gay people. I love LBGTQ. I'm sorry, I hope I'm saying it correctly. Individuals, transgender people. But there has to be a limit and there has to be morale. Some kind of morale in the courts. Can you imagine if you get a left-wing communist in the court, controlled by the court? A bunch of communists controlling the court, the Supreme Court and the lower courts. The morale of this country will go down the hill, and this is for these reasons. She insisted on sex integrating college fraternity and sorority chapters and replacing them with college social societies. Isn't that crazy? She even cast constitutional doubt on the legality of Mother's Day and Father's Day as separate holidays. So she believed... She didn't believe in Mother's Day. She didn't believe in Father's Day. She she believed that it shouldn't even exist. You believe that? Mother's Day. This is the stuff of Mao Santong would do in China. Eliminate the tradition that is a positive for society and implement your own rule. She was against Mother's Day. She was against Father's Day. Ginsburg called for reducing the age of consent. This is the most dangerous one. This is, this, I didn't believe when I read this. Ginsburg called for reducing the age of consent for sexual acts to people who are less than 12 years old. So if you have a 13-year-old daughter in her eyes and she had sex with an adult male, it was perfectly fine. It's perfectly normal. She asserted that laws against bigamists, persons cohabiting with more than one woman and women cohabiting with a bigamist are unconstitutional. She objected to laws against prostitution because prostitution as a consensual act between adults is arguably within the zone of privacy protected by the recent constitutional decisions. Isn't that crazy? So she was for prostitution. You imagine if you had a Supreme Court with five of these Ruth Bader Ginsburgs with five over four. That's all you need. That agreed that prostitution is perfectly legal. It would be it would be crazy in this country. That right there alone destroys the morale of the court. She objected to laws, okay, on the other hand. Her view on the traditional family was radical feminist. She said that the concept of husband breadwinner and wife homemaker must be eliminated from the code if it is to reflect the equal principle. And she called for the comprehensive program of government-supported child care. So the government will support your child, pretty much. She demanded that we firmly reject draft or combat exemption for women, stating women must be subject to the draft if men are. But she added the need for affirmative action and for transition measures is particularly strong in the uniform services. In a defetigo censor, an indefatigable censor, it's a hard word to say, to pronounce. Ginsburg listed hundreds of sexist words that must be eliminated. This is the part I want to get to. From all statutes. Among words she found offensive were men, woman, man-made, mankind. 
Ginsburg. So I'm going to make it easy because this pretty much is the end of the article. And I want to put this on. Uh, this is from humanevents.com, by the way. You can go to humanevents.com and find this article on there. So Ruth Bader Ginsburg wanted to eliminate the words from society, from legal books, from society, such as this is this is crazy. This is insane. This woman was senile. She was insane, senile, crazy. She had her fascist, communist point of view. That's why she was dangerous. And she did damage to our country. And I'll tell you one of the things that she did. So, Ginsburg listed sexist words such as she she wanted to eliminate men, the words men, woman, man-made, mankind, husband, wife, mother, father, sister, brother, son, daughter, serviceman, longshoreman, postmaster, watchman, seamanship, sea, and to men. She wanted to eliminate those words. And you just read, I just read to you, basically, what she believed in. Ladies and gentlemen, that's her legacy. And one of her, the main things that she did to destroy this country was that she um, supported a woman's choice to commit abortion in every aspect. To kill a child. And she did that. Along passing other communist types of laws. In voting for it. Whether she succeeded in with the rest of the Supreme Court. In passing laws that are immoral or not. Or laws that are against the Constitution. Violating the Constitution or not. Is one thing. If the court ruled with her or against her, she stood for this. And she believed in this record. This is her, this is coming from her. That's Ruth Bader Ginsburg legacy. And she created judges. She was not, by the way, she's not, she was totally against the death penalty. She was more for the criminals, the men, the thugs, than she was for the police. She was more for the bad guy than for the good people. That was her judicial stance, her political stance. She was against gun rights. She was immoral. As you could see, she figured a child that's 13 years old, her views was, it's okay for them to have sex. Especially with a man... That's basically what she's saying. And she wants to eliminate certain words like men, woman, from society. That is the view of a communist. That's what a communist court will do, basically. That's what a communist court will do. They will eliminate the morale of a society. It's already been eliminated some. Going back to the Lyndon Johnson days. Actually, going back to the Roosevelt days when he was president. He actually wanted to stacked the court with 15 judges and his and Democrats from his own party back in when he, Roosevelt was president opposed it they opposed the stacking of 15 judges in the Supreme Court with Roosevelt wanted to do that and they opposed it the reason they opposed it was because they knew that there was going to be a huge public backlash now the 
Democrats, the Communist Party USA, are threatening that if Chuck Ch- uh, Mitch McConnell, along with the rest of the Senate, go ahead and they vote to have Trump's Supreme Court justice, which he's going to announce this Saturday, and it's probably going to be um, Kobe Barrett. It's probably going to be her. I don't think it's going to be that Cuban lady from here in Miami. I don't think it's going to be her. If he does that, um, they're threatening to give statehood to Puerto Rico, Washington, D.C., and they're going to stack the court. Well, go ahead. Be my guest. Make my day. Go ahead and try to do that. By the way, Trump is going up in the polls. He's leading in some states. He's leading in Florida. He's leading in Arizona. It's the latest polls that are come out. And he's neck and neck in the Rust Belt. Like Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. Biden's going down in the polls. And the Senate may stay in the control of the Republicans for another four more years. All indications are it could happen. Because people are tired of the riots. People are tired of that. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg was against the nuclear family, by the way. She was also against that. And everything else that I read to you, that's Ruth Bader Ginsburg's legacy. And if the Democrats were in control, if they, if it was up to the Communist Party USA, now remember, there's two types of Democrats. There's the regular, liberal, middle-of-the-road Democrat, rational, I'll just say the rational Democrat, and then you got the Communist Democrat. The, do- the communist Democrat is the one that's in control of the Democrat Party. That's the Kamala Harris, the, the VP candidate running alongside Biden. That's the Kava, the one that's going to become probably mayor of Miami-Dade County if we don't do something to help Mr. Bovo win in this county. We'll get that to, the- we'll get to that another day on another show. Kava's like that. Kava, that's her mind. That's her frame mind, frame of mind. So ladies, and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, it's this is some serious stuff. Imagine a Supreme Court stacked with communists, Democrat communists. They'll destroy the morale of our country, and that's what this Ginsburg's legacy, what she stood for, what she did to our country. She destroyed a lot of the morale of our country. She did. She contributed to, to that. If you have a communist Supreme Court right now, whatever little is left of the morale of this country will get destroyed. And they will, stu- they will stand for the rioters, the thugs that are destroying our buildings, our cities. They will stand for the bums that don't want to work. They will stand for Taking away our guns, our freedom of speech. I won't be able to do this show if that happens. If you have a communist Supreme Court. That will destroy our constitution. Our our rights will be taken away. That's it. Ruth Bader Ginsburg stood for that. She didn't stand for the constitution. She didn't stand for rights. She stood to take away our rights. And more for like the child molester. She had more sympathy for the child molester than for a 13-year-old girl that had sex with a child molester. That was Ginsburg's points of views. She didn't want the words men, woman, written in the law books, in society, 
our schools. Our schools will be indoctrinated with communist propaganda. That was Ginsburg's point of view. And I read this article. I'm going to post it on my Twitter. Alexander News SH. That's all you got to know, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Alexander News Show going in 48 minutes. I will be back next week. And I'll have another show. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I'll probably talk about the Miami Dade mayoral race. And more about the the selection of the new Supreme Court justice that I think will be Mrs. Uh, Barrett. I think it's Kobe Barrett or Amy Barrett. I think it's, no, it's Amy Barrett. Yeah. I think that's who Trump is going to select. Who's a conservative. Maybe she's a little bit extreme. But I'd rather have an extreme conservative and a right-wing extreme mist than a left-wing extremist because right-wing extremists are for the police are for keeping words normal words good words in society and in law books and for ruling with the constitution and punishing those that commit bad and evil in their country not a communist not a left-wing fanatic therefore the criminals for taking our rights away. That's what the and therefore no morale. The conservative right extreme ring extremist is for uh, the cops for a good society. By the way, if you want to give statehood to Puerto Rico and DC, go ahead. If we have, if we should ask our legislators in Florida and Texas to split up Texas, to split up. Um. Florida, even Georgia. We should do that. We should split Florida into three parts. We should. I mean, you can let South Florida become a Democrat stronghold. That's fine. But we have two more parts of Florida we can make a red, uh, red Republican stronghold. And in Texas, we can make we can break it into four parts. That's fine. We'll do that. If you want to go to war like that, well, we'll ask the legislators to do that. And with a Republican-controlled Senate... And a Republican president, which Trump, I think, could win re-election. Before you go ahead and you decide to give statehood to D.C. and Puerto Rico, we'll do one better for you. And we'll go ahead and we'll break Texas into new little states. And Florida into new little states. And we will definitely have a Republican-controlled Senate. We'll do that. No big deal. And we'll do that with the rest of the states that are that are red. We'll break it into two different pieces, two different parts. We'll we'll break Wyoming into two or three different states. We'll break Montana into two or three different states. Missouri into two or three different states. Hell, we'll do that. We'll do that. If you got Democrats go ahead and decide to do some sleazy shit like that, well we might as well do that. We'll do that our, ourselves for the for for the Republican side. The Democrats want to play dirty. We'll play more dirtier. That's it. Enough said. Now, I thank you for listening to the Alexander News Show. This is The show is called... The theme of the show is Ruth Bader Ginsburg and other news. Thank you for listening to the Alexander News Show for today, September 24. Shows funded by myself. You can go and get a hold of the show at Alexander News Show at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Go to my Twitter, Alexander News SH. Thank you for listening.